Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Olivia and I met through a mutual friend and actually you guys all know her because she's in this community and she was actually one of our presenters a couple of weeks ago and it's Jessica Marks of the Heart and Hustle Co. And Jessica said, oh my gosh, you work with health and wellness people. Mm -hmm. I know somebody who would be perfect for your group because she works with health and wellness people too. You need to meet her. And then it actually prompted me to remember because Jessica and I met last year and I remember when she told me that you were doing her website. Yeah. Yes, I was with it. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I'd love to meet Olivia. I'd love to have her, you know, come in and talk to my community. So you guys, Olivia is a website designer and she specifically works with health and wellness coaches. And that's one of the reasons that I am really excited to have her here tonight, not just to talk to us about websites and how to create a high converting one, but because she really understands who we are as health coaches. So she's a perfect person to be here and teaching us tonight. So welcome, Olivia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah. We're yeah. to have you here. So Thank why you. don't you tell me, I know you and I have talked about this a couple of times, but how you got started with website building and how you got into the health and wellness world. Yeah. So actually when I, about four or five years ago, when I was in corporate, I would, I was a designer for like a real estate company and it was really boring, not stimulating at all, not creative. So on my free time, I would design websites for my own company. And I always used to think like, oh, when I have more experience, when I have more time, I'm going to you know, start my own business or whatever. And then I felt super creatively stuck. So I went to, um, I, ne- I just needed some sort of change. And I actually ended up signing up to do a 200-hour yoga teacher training. And during that teacher training, it just opened my eyes to so much more. And I quit my job. I started my business. So it was like a very profound (laughs) teacher training, which usually that yoga, you know, the meditation and just being in that is usually pretty profound. But for me, it was like completely life-changing. And So from there, my business kind of grew and I was able to concentrate on branding and websites. And then probably for the first year I did design for everyone and anything. I did hourly work. I did (laughs) any kind of business. And then I realized that my heart was truly in the health and wellness space, not only because I, mostly because I connect on a, on a really deep level with my clients. A lot of my clients, I call them clients because they're friends and clients. Like we can talk about, you know, crystals and what their meditation was like and dreams that they have and Ayurveda and all the, all the things that most designers can't connect with their clients on. You know, I'm doing my, right now, one of my clients, I'm doing her home workouts. Like we, I'm really integrated in the wellness space and it just allows me to go above and beyond and just have so much fun. Like I'm love what I do every day. I'm like, Oh, this is gonna be a fun project. I'm so excited to work on it. So 
that's kind of like it really evolved over time it's been like three a little over three years but it's been um just kind of adding things every year I love that and energetically how you show up and what that means to your work I'm sure is so different knowing that it's a level up knowing that it's something you're so passionate about and interested in and that you really understand your clients and what their message is and what they're trying to convey with their Mm -hmm. website by being in that world. Yeah, completely. And I think too, like I've always loved teaching and loved coaching and helping people. Like I was always the advice friend and I might not have my own coaching business, but I love being able to help those who help others. So like through my skills, I'm able to help my coaches or my clients who are coaches and are so passionate about helping people. I'm really a vessel to help them spread their impact. And it's like, just so amazing. Like some things that my clients do, I'm like, you guys are all so unbelievable. So health coaches right now, like we need you guys more than ever. And I just feel super honored to like guide people to help them, you know, get in front of the right people. I love that. And I love it too, because I, there's parallels between our stories because I took my corporate experience and now use it to help health coaches. Yeah. But I'm also a health coach. So that's one of the biggest reasons why they're so near and dear to my heart, because I am so passionate about health and wellness always have been. And to know that just like what you said, it, it really resonated with me to know that I took an experience that I gained through working in the corporate world. And now I actually get to use that to help health and wellness coaches spread the message even further. It's like me as a health coach by myself could only do so much, but if I have a skill that can help other health coaches get out into the world, because as you said, we are so needed more than ever right now. Uh, Yeah. And know that there's anything that I'm doing to help further them in their journey is so exciting. And like you said, it, it lights me up every day. It's like, this is really cool. And I love getting into their business with them and seeing like, oh, you're doing this, you're doing that. It's so exciting. Yeah. I love that. And it's like, it's just such a community. Everyone's trying to help others. I have a private Facebook group for my clients and everyone's always just saying like, Oh, you should try this or maybe you should do this. And it's like, they are all technically competitors, but really everyone is just helping everyone. And it's, it's, that's amazing. I love that. That's my favorite part. I think about my community is once I built it, it was cool because I wanted to get to know everybody and really interact in there. And when I started seeing them interact with each other and support each other and help each other, I was like, it feels so much more exciting and rewarding and a place where I want to be. Because like you said, they're all helping each other because we all Mm -hmm. understand how important our messages are to get out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Cool. So what do you have for us tonight? I'm excited because I know it's all about high converting websites. I know that a couple of years ago, I went into complete spin out over the fact that, oh my gosh, I don't know how to create my own website. This is real. I mean, this is hard stuff. And I mm-hmm. feel like people to do it on their own and probably create something that really isn't doing much for them. So I'm excited what you, what you have to share with us and how you can help us understand why they need to have certain tabs on it and what's really going to make it work for them. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that I want to really hit home today is that it's important to have a website. It doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be there. And it shouldn't be something that holds you back from starting your business. So it should be there for a number of reasons. So I'm going to go over like why a website is even important because we hear like, Oh, I need it. It's almost like analysis paralysis. When you're starting a business, you have all these things. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need a website. I need an Instagram. And it's like, ah, where do I even start? 
And I really want to talk about why a website is important and then how to make it super easy to get what you absolutely need on there and then grow from there. Because I think a website, it's like, oh my God, I I need a website. I need the copy. I need the photos. I need the blog. Do I have to have a YouTube channel? It's like, what do I have? I need a shopping card. Yeah. Did I sell something? Like there's all these things that could be on it where, you know, you don't need all of that to convert your visitors into sales. So I'm going to go over why it's important. And then just the top five things that need to be on your website. And Mm -hmm. then just maybe some, whatever questions you guys have along the way, like how to do it to DIY when the right time to hire a designer is and all of that stuff. So any questions along the way, let me know. I can rant. I can like go on. So if you're like, okay, slow down, slow down. <laughs> let me know. Cause I'm I don't know if I'll be able to, to identify it and stop it. Cause I'm a, I will go on and on too. So we, <laughs> we might be a dangerous combo. We'll I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Let's get started. Tell us all about, you know, what we need to know about a website and everything that you're going to dive into with us. Let's, yeah, let's for sure. Um, okay. So basically why you need a website. So I'm sure you hear I think the first thing that people think of, this was even me before I I honestly started with just logo design. And so I was like, ah, I need a website. Like my website needs to be perfect. So you might hear all the time, like I need a website. And then why, why do I need a website? And where does that fit into, how does that correlate to actual sales? And Mm -hmm. the biggest thing is that it makes you searchable. So there are people around the world that are looking for your service that cannot find you because you don't have a website, especially now more than ever, people are Googling, they are yahooing, they are binging, they are doing whatever they can to search for your service. Because like we were saying before, you guys are needed more now than ever. And when you don't have a website, you are not able to be found. So that's the biggest reason and having a website and having resources and just making your name and you being able to be found on Google is so important. And that's really the biggest thing because when someone searches for, you know, health coach in Los Angeles, you know, your Instagram's not going to pop up because Instagram gets tons of clicks a day. Your Instagram's not going to come up on a Google search. And when someone wants to make a high ticket investment, so when I say high ticket, I'm saying anything over probably $1,500, they're going to want to do a lot of research. They're going to Google, they're going to want to look through your website, they're going to want to have information that's in front of them where they can weigh the pros and cons. They're not just going to be like, oh, $1,500, who is this chick? Sure. Bye. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're going to want to do a lot of research and you know, compare you to the, your competitors and book a discovery call. So making yourself visible to the people that are looking for you. My highest Google analytic is website for health coaches because people are searching for the services that I offer. People are looking for health coaches. I mean, the wellness space and the coaching space is one of the fastest growing industries right now. And it has been for the last three years. And I feel like with everything that's going on, it's just going to continue to grow. So if you can kind of get ahead of the curve and make yourself more noticeable. So that's honestly my number one thing is being searchable. You say your highest Google analytic is health and wellness. What does that mean? I'm like a total non-techie person. So what does that mean? So when you, so if you have a website, you can put um, Google analytics tracker in your site. 
and I can see, like, I get a report every month that is what people are searching in Google to get to my website. And my biggest one is website for health coaches. And then I'm being found. So there's health coaches and there's people that are searching for my service. And they're looking for that on Google and not Instagram. Okay. Another thing too is when people, going back to the high ticket offer thing, is when people are on Instagram and Facebook and say they're following you for a while, Nicole, and they're like, okay, I've been following her for a long time. I love I love her vibe, like her messaging. Everything is just like I really connect to. I think I'm ready to work with her one-on-one. And then they message you. You don't have a website. I know you do have one, but let's pretend like you don't. They <laughs> message you on Instagram you, you know, you don't get it until like a day later. And then you're trying to find time to meet and then you get on the phone with them. Then they're not the right fit. And then you just like wasted all of this time trying to get this lead that wasn't even proper. Where if you had a link in your, on your Instagram, head to your website, they kind of look through your services, what you have to offer. They know that you're going to be, you know, X amount of an investment. They're able to book their own discovery call with you through your contact page, which I'm going to get to. And boom, you have, get on the call. You didn't have to do anything. You didn't have to message them. You didn't have to do anything. It's like you have a call at 10 AM on Thursday with Susie Q and you get on the phone with her and then she books. So it's just a way more seamless process for you and for the client as well. Because like, how often do you go to a website and you can't find what you're looking for? And you're like, okay, I forget it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm just going to go somewhere else. So that happens to me all the time. I mean, I was looking for takeout the other day and like, it was just a shit show and I couldn't find it. And so I was like, yeah, I'll just go somewhere else. And then I went to a different restaurant. Same Which thing. Is exactly what happens. Yeah. You want to make it as easy as possible for the person to buy and take the next step forward. And I like to say in the sales world, strike while the iron's hot. And if the yeah. iron's hot and there's nowhere to put it, like it's, it's going to be hard for you to convert. Yes, exactly. And that whole like, you know, wishy-washy where you're DMing on Instagram and trying to find the right time, that's giving them enough time to be like, oh, I could go on do a sales call with this person that I already booked you know, booked a call with on Thursday when you're just DMing me back on Sunday. So just, it makes the whole process much more seamless for both you and the client. So that's another reason why it's super important, just a seamless process throughout. And, you know, again, makes you searchable. Lastly, well, I guess not lastly, I have two more points. Um, One other one, it just makes you look professional or supports the sale. So when you, I like to use the networking event example a lot, you know, you go to a networking event and you meet someone and you really connect and you're like, wow, this person's amazing. I I really like everything that she does. She starts following you on Instagram and she doesn't need your service. And then three months later, her friend Barbara says, oh, I really need like a health coach. You know, I could really use, you know, I'm really struggling with like my fitness. I'd love to like lose a few pounds, blah, 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 whatever. She says, Oh, I know this awesome girl. I connected with her at a networking event. Here's her information goes to your Instagram or your Facebook or goes directly to your website. And she says, Oh, my friend said you were awesome. I got to see your website. I saw your services. I want to work with you. 
it just supports the sale by allowing them to basically screen you before, but also allowing you to show everything that you have, like what you're about, the programs that you offer, all of your knowledge and expertise. One thing that I have found about coaches and health coaches in particular is that you guys have so much to offer. So not only are you are you offering your services, but you have amazing recipes and home workouts and things that you do every day that people are like mind blown about. So having that on your website is just an extra bonus, an extra resource for you to share your light and show your expertise to your potential customer. Because mm-hmm. another thing too is like we're overexposed to things right now. So there's like so much information where it's like, who do I connect with? Mm-hmm. And it's important to find the person that you connect with and like the one person. I have my go-to people for resources and I try not to consume too much because it is overstimulating for sure. So having people are more likely to buy. I mean, I could be wrong because I'm not a sales coach. So you can tell me if this is not true, but like warm leads. So if someone's like showing up on your Instagram and your Facebook and reading your blog and listening to your podcast. And then finally they're going to be like, all right, I'm hiring her. Like I'm, I'm so ready for her to help me with, with my coaching. You want to have all of that to support and be omnipresent and not just on Instagram. Lastly is you don't own social media and you don't own, like you own your email list. So an email list is a good one, but your website, you can make it however you want. You can put the information that you want on it. And, you know, do you remember when Instagram crashed for like eight hours? Everyone Everybody lost out. it. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh my God, is your Instagram loading? No, mine's not loading. And like, what if that happened? And what if people had no way to find you as a resource. You know, those people that watch your Instagram stories every day, but don't comment or don't even like your photos or anything. Those people, if your Instagram or Facebook or whatever went away, they'd have, they would have no way to get into contact with you. So just being omnipresent and having all of the different ways for people to get in touch with you is really important for all the reasons I just stated. And mostly the, you know, the searchability I think is huge just because um, it can be saturated. So people like to sit down. I personally like to sit down at my computer and Google and do the research that I need to be done. And I know I'm not the only one. I know most people do like to do that, especially to in that I've noticed with coaching and coaches is when someone is looking for a health coach or any sort of support in their life, they're kind of in a vulnerable position where they want to feel like welcomed and friendly. And like, it can be difficult for them to reach out and be like, I'm really struggling. And like, I really need some support and having a website that makes them feel, you know, supported and understood and seamless and makes the whole starting process easy for them is really important because that days that you might miss that DM, mm-hmm. that could be days where they're like, never mind, I don't need help anymore. Like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. I don't, I don't need you. So, and not just for you, but for them too. Like maybe that was them being like, I really, I'm, I'm ready. Like I want to make a change in my life, but then they get nervous. So making it the most seamless process for them and just making you searchable and findable and friendly and like getting to show who you are is just 
way easier than being like, wait, who's, who's that person? What was that hashtag I searched? It's just a lot better for everyone. I remember, you know, I'm curious. I know we have a lot of people watching with us. How many of you guys have websites? Why don't you, if you have one, type it in the comments. I want to know what your websites are. So if you're watching with us and you have a, if you don't have a website, just let us know. No, I don't have one yet. And if you do, I'm curious, let us know what it is. Yeah. We'll go stalk you and check it out. No, (laughs) but also in, you know, full transparency, sharing with other people and being able to help promote each other. I'd love to, I'd love to see. So if you guys have a website, let me know in the comments. If you don't let me know that too. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Are there any other questions so far? Not yet. Nope. I'm just waiting to see if you're watching with us, put your website in the comments if you have one or let us know. No, if you don't have one either way, it's okay. I I mean, I know my community knows me now and I know you and I've talked about this. I'm a really big proponent of get your butt out there and sell. Get your butt out there and coach somebody. There is no perfect podcast. There's no perfect website. There's no perfect Facebook post. There's no, nothing should be holding you back from coaching and selling. You can do that without any kind of anything. You don't need an email list to sell. So I'm really big on let's take action and get out there. But also as you're going through the process of building your business, there's different layers and different steps that you're going to add in so that as you're scaling, you do have everything intact once you're at that level of, okay, now I've got a lot of traffic coming to me all the time. And you obviously want to have a place for them to gather and do their research and and find you. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I completely agree. I think that, you know, you just need to get out there. Don't let having the perfect website keep you from starting your business and growing your business. Because what I realized not that early on is that you're always going to be changing and growing and there's going to be certain times for certain things. And what I want to make clear going forward that I'm going to chat about these five pillars of a high converting website is it's important to have a website, but it doesn't need to be all of that fluff. And it doesn't need to have, you know, you don't, if you're not ready to invest, you know, in a brand designer, it doesn't mean you can't have a high converting website. It can easily be clear and, you know, consistent for people in order to, for people to find you. So you want to have a website and, you want it to be good. You don't want to just like have a website to have a website. So something I don't suggest doing is just like putting it up there just because, you know, it's up there. It would be, you know, creating the top three pages that you need, which I'm going to go over and then going from there and like not having any of the fluff and making it super easy and clear for your ideal clients to find you. One quick thing is I have tons of free resources on my website and I also have a podcast. So if anyone is DIYing and needs help, I have like tons of free resources to help you do that. And it's like no fluff. Like my biggest pet peeve is fluffy things like webinars and like workshops, tangible action items are where it's at. It's the only way you're going to get stuff done. Okay. So your website real quick, tell us now so that we have a, um, she's just, she just said, you guys, she's got some freebies for you. So check out her website for sure. And cause she's got another cool offer for you too. Yes, Um, I do. Currentdesignstudio.com is my website. And then if you go to, I think there's a resources tab and there's like a blog and a podcast and just other freebies and stuff like that on there. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff to help you. And you can also DM me if you're like, help me with my website. I will do, I will help you. But okay. So the five pillars of a high converting website. 
one oh. quick question. I'm guessing you're probably going to cover this, but Regina just said um, she doesn't really use her website. She's on social platforms more. And she said a sales page or a squeeze page only with a question mark. So I'm thinking she's asking, what is your opinion on just having a sales page or a squeeze page? I think, um, I'm not sure what a squeeze page is, but I do think a sales page is definitely really helpful, especially if you're continuously selling a selling the same offer. So a sales page is great if you are, say you launch a program like three or four times a year. That's a great thing to have. And then maybe turning that into a wait list of some sort. I would say you definitely want to have somewhere to like collect emails and other things like that. Um, if you're just using, so yeah, I guess a sales page is good to have, especially if it's done right. Having like a high converting sales page is great. I would probably have a sales page up before rather than nothing for sure. Right. I have a quick question actually about that because I know, like, for example, with mine, I typically don't, I don't do like MailChimp or anything like that for my mail list. I do everything through my Squarespace site. And so even my sales pages are done through a, basically an invisible tab. On my oh. Squarespace. Do you recommend that people use their website in that capacity and just do an invisible tab for their sales page? Or do you think that sales pages should be through another um, platform? I guess it depends like how the funnel goes and how, like where you're taking people. Typically I, I say like make it as less complicated as you can. Like if you could do everything on one on Squarespace and you could hide a tab, do that. There's no reason no one is looking at if it's, you know, Kajabi dot current design studio, you know, no one's going to notice that. So if you can keep it all on one and keep it less expensive, that's the, that's, I would say that's definitely just the best and easiest thing to do. And it is possible to, I've done this for a client, actually, we've done a code where we've hid even the menu bar and, but it's still on the site. So I would say make it as easy as possible and just keep it all on one. Typically that's what I do for my clients because you can, you know, collect, I'm using this as an example, cause I actually just did this for a client. She just had a big launch and then she's relaunching again in July. So she's basically mm -hmm. saying now her sales are, this is really exciting. Look at all these people making all these updates. On, it's a gut health cleanse. Look at all these people, you know, doing the gut health cleanse. If you didn't get in this round, click the link in the bio and get on the wait list. And there is the whole sales page. And then rather than join the reset, it's join the wait list. So now when she goes to relaunch in July, she has all these emails that she's collecting. So basically the sales page is a waitlist page in between launches and it's really easy to just switch that over because it just says join the waitlist instead of join the program. And then when she yes. launches again in July, it's just flip that switch and make it back to join the program. Yes, exactly. And having a really good sales page too, you know, if you're doing an offer, I mean, I think if you're doing an offer below a thousand dollars, you could do a sales page if it's really good without mm -hmm. getting on a discovery call. So right. you can do a sales page and if it answers all of the questions, it's done really well. It's, mm -hmm. um, you know, giving all of the information anyone needs, you can easily make it so someone can buy now if it's under a thousand dollars. 
Right. For, yeah. I typically think the threshold is anywhere from a thousand to 2000, depending on what you're selling. But I know yeah. a lot of times, like if it's, if it's above a thousand or 1500 or to the, again, depending on what you're selling, it's going to require a call, but it yeah. is nice to know that you can design a sales page with, I think if you're really good and diligent about doing your research and mm -hmm. collecting all the objections that you've heard, and then using mm -hmm. your sales page to address those objections, then you pretty much have a clean cut way for somebody to go, Oh yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to click to buy. I don't need a call. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think, I, I think it depends on, and it depends what you're selling and what the, yeah, what the threshold is. But I would say below a thousand seven hundred dollars, you can have a sales page that can it convert, should convert high, it should convert high yeah. enough. Yeah. Angela had a question. When you say sales page, do you mean like a landing of within your own website? Yeah, basically sales page, landing page, squeeze page, they're all pretty much the same terminology or, or different terminology for the same thing. It's just a separate link that you can send to people to get them to sign up for a freebie, to get them to sign up for a course, to get them to sign up, like whatever that landing page is that you want them to land on, whether it's a freebie or something you're selling, it's basically just a one-off, right? Like a mini mm -hmm. website almost. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it can be anything. A lot of the, yeah, sales page a lot of times is like the start of a funnel. Mm -hmm. So it could be, you know, join the webinar and then they get put into that funnel of what it is. And then that's where kind of all goes from there. So yeah, a landing page of any sort. Like on my website, I have different landing and different sales pages for different webinars that I have and they're just hosted on my website. Mm -hmm. Oh, you host your webinars right on your website. That's cool. The sales pages. Sorry. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So you pretty much do that the same way too. Like you host your, your sales pages on your website. Yeah. Because then it just gets all complicated. Nobody has time for that. Like <laughs> It was actually my VA idea. And I was so happy when she suggested it because I, I already feel like I have 27 different platforms and softwares and things that I use. And I'm like, can we just keep this one simple? Do I have to go to a different, like, and she said, yeah. why don't we just do an invisible tab on your website? I said, whatever you just said, make that happen. Do it. And it, and it is, it's your point. It was very simple and clean and it kept it all integrated within the same system. And you know really where to that, find so. it again. And like, it just always lives there and it's searchable too. So people can and I find it on and off. Like it just takes a click. Like I'm going to yep. click it on. I'm going to click it off. And then I can just, like you said, if I'm launching in a couple of months, I just turn it on and it's ready to go. And it's there. Yep, exactly. So Angela, I think, I hope that answered. Let us know if that answered your question. I think that yeah. that's what you were looking at. Okay, cool. Okay. So yeah, this will, this is perfect. We'll just go right into it. The five pillars of a high converting website. So the first thing and the biggest mistake that I see, and I'm sure you guys can see it as well, or you'll start noticing it maybe after this little workshop, <laughs> is um, it's clear what services you provide. So a lot of times I'll see service, like a services tab, and then there's, but then there's other services over in the corner, and then there's like different services on the homepage. So before you even create your website, get super clear on what it is that you're offering. And like my biggest, the biggest thing I've learned from my business coach, who was Jessica, who you guys all met, <laughs> is just have, you know, stick to your one high ticket offer. And honestly, I've stuck to my high ticket offer since I've been in business and I've slowly started to integrate things in, but having like too many services and then they're not clear what it is that you have to offer. So before you even get on your website, know what it is that you're, you're providing. And I like 
say a confused buyer cannot buy and all they're going to do is show up and look at your website, get confused and leave and never come back. Yes. A hundred percent, 100%. And if they don't know, you know, the number one page that people go to from anywhere is your services. So I've done a lot of research done market research on where, how people, you know, where they're going when they even get to your website and typically it's services. Mm -hmm. And that's either coming from, you know, if they are coming off of social, they either know you a little bit and then they're finally ready to buy. So they're going to your services and then they're like, what the heck is going on? Never mind. Or they're like, oh, this is so easy to navigate. She has a three month program and a six month program. She has, you know, a a reset challenge. That's only four weeks. I think I'm going to start with that and then go from there. So it needs to be really clear what services you provide. The best place to put this on your website is so you have your homepage and someone scrolls down just one little thing. They should be laid out right there. So it should be like one, two, three. Typically, the coaches that I work with, they have like an in, a one-on-one and a group coaching. So it's like those two into individual. There's typically like a three-month program and a six-month program. So or just one program. Mm-hmm. But you just want it to be super clear laid out. So it's like, maybe they even get on a discovery call and they say, what program do you think is best for me? Mm-hmm. And you can kind of help guide them there, but at least they know <laughs> what it is that you are even offering. So oh, that's right on the homepage you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yep. And there's like the above the fold part, right? That has your banner and stuff. And then is it like right below that? Right below that. Yep. So you'll have your above the folds that you said that perfectly. And that should have, um, which I'm going to go into now, this is number two, pillar number two is, it's clear what results you're going to achieve for your client. So right when someone gets to your site, they should see health coach for women who are ready to live an optimal life. Or I help women go from stressed out to blissful alignment or whatever it is. It's clear what it is that you're achieving for them, like the results that are going to happen. So it should be like your homepage results, scroll down. Maybe there's a little like about you, but it doesn't even need to be. And then the services and those should be right up front. People shouldn't have to go searching for how they can look for you, work with you. It should be as easy as possible. Okay, so what's above the fold and then what, and then the services? So above the fold, which has your tagline and then. Oh, result. And then, yes. And then the results. So like I help women go from A to Z. Got it. And then your services, like how I can work with you. Got it. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yep. The, a big mistake that I see on the homepage is right when you get there, it's about you. It's like, mm-hmm. hi, I'm blah, blah, blah. And these are all my credentials and, you know, all this stuff. And typically people want to know how they can work with you before right. they like learn all about you. Right. So yeah, number one is it's clear what services you provide. And number two, the results that you're going to achieve for them. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, say, um, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yes. Like they're not going to your website to learn more about you. They're really learning more about your package because your package is going to save them. Yes, exactly. And, and maybe, yes, exactly. And they want to know, they want to know that there's a qualified person that's doing it, but that's going to come through the services that you're providing. Cause they're going to be like, they're going to read your sales page and be like, Oh my God, she, she they're going to, 
They're going to read the objections. They're going to read everything that's included. They're going to see, imagine if, is this you? They're going to see all of that and be like, she can read my mind. (laughs) She knows that this is exactly what I need. And that's how you want them to feel without you being like, I'm a certified health coach. I did all this stuff. They want to find that out on their own. Right. Cool. Yeah. So number three is it's clear that you've done this before. So social proof and testimonials. Testimonials was uh, the number one marketing trend in 2019. And it's, it's even, I would say even more in 2020. People want to hear from other people. And especially in health coaching or just coaching in general, I mean, we're all in it. We know that it's important. We know the amazing things that you do and that we do together. But someone that's looking for a coach, they might not even know that they can work with you until like just recently or like they might have been scrolling through Instagram and like, wait, what is this? This is exactly what I need. And then they go to your website and then they see like you've helped other people do it before they go to your services and then they see all your testimonials and they see that, you know, Sarah went from being a crazy unfocused mom to being way more herself and being able to show up best for her kids. So they definitely want to, people want to see testimonials and they want to see that like you've done it before. So like fitness coaches, maybe, you know, showing the before and after another way that this is helpful. And this is where kind of like you're about your, where you can introduce a little bit about you is like your transformation and where your background comes from. So like for you, you came from corporate and sales and coaching, like that proves your legitimacy and showing like, I've done this before. I've done it personally for myself. I've done it for all these people. See, look at all these testimonials and all of that stuff. So on your about page, talking about your transformation because typically health coaches went through a transformation themselves and that's how they've kind of started their business in the first place. So people want to know that they want to say like, wow, look what she did. How, look how she turned her life around and then see how you've done it for other people. I think video testimonials are great. If you can get video testimonials, someone's on the phone with you and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I love this. Be like, please, can you record it right now? (laughs) Like hang up with me and record what you're doing because video testimonials are really important. I mean, the HelloFresh commercials, their commercials aren't even people speaking about HelloFresh. It's literally people filming themselves like we would on Instagram or something saying like this, I love HelloFresh. It's so amazing. And that's even I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. Maybe I should get HelloFresh because other people are showing how much they like it. So the social proof is going to be really important. I've done some market research on like where to put testimonials on the site. I think they should be kind of scattered around. Like there's no need to have a whole page of testimonials. I think that unless you have like a whole, if you have like 10 videos that you can put on a site, that's great. But I would focus more on putting them on your services page or maybe even on the contact page, but I wouldn't worry too much about having it as its own page on your site. 
Um, so it's okay to have them spread out on a couple of different tabs, maybe yeah. on the contact page, on the home page under services, some of the areas that, okay. Yeah, I would say, I would definitely say so. I think people are more apt to kind of like scroll through and look at them rather than click a testimonials tab. I do sort of think recently over the last like six months, eight months that I've noticed is having like the screenshot ones Mm -hmm. where you can see that someone literally texted in like a happy thing where it's not kind of a formal testimonial. Mm -hmm. I think those are really, you know, they don't need to look perfect. People want to know from real people. So I think that could be helpful. I do think, you know, if you can get a picture of someone and they'll allow you to put it on your site, like being able to make that face-to-face connection with someone, even though it's through a screen, I think that could be helpful. So definitely having testimonials and social proof that you've done this before. And then number four is a clear call to action. So this is a huge mistake that I see. Maybe the biggest mistake that I see on websites is not having a clear call to action. And then it's not easy to get in touch with you. So my number one tip is to have a calendar on your site. So someone where someone can go to your contact page and click on Thursday at 10 a.m., fill out the form, and then book with you. And Mm -hmm. this is to eliminate the back and forth, the does this time work for you? Oh, no, no, this time doesn't work for you. And by having a form on your contact page, you can kind of vet the people that you're going to be on the phone with. And having all of the call to actions going to your contact page. So often I'll see like a different form on different pages and that's very confusing for someone. It's like, wait, which contact form do I fill out? What if this isn't the offering that I want? Maybe I want to do the group coaching call. Should I email her? Having the call to action mostly be book a discovery call unless it's on one of those sales pages where you just want someone to buy now. But whether you're doing the individual coaching or the group coaching, having someone just getting on the call with someone, because, Mm -hmm. you know, you might want to direct them, be like, I actually think group coaching might be better for you or, but you want to just get people on the phone because that's where you're going to make the sale. So making that as easy as possible. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can have a form that's like name, email, phone number, which service are you interested in? How ready are you to invest in your health? And just a few other questions to kind of vet who you're getting on the phone with and then going from there. So having the call to action all over your site, go to your contact page and that contact page have a calendar so they can book immediately. That should be its own tab, the contact page. Yes. And then not having that contact me anywhere else on the site is what you're saying? Or like, no, so like on your services page, you have everything about your services and then book a discovery call. And that book a discovery call goes to the contact page and that's where they fill everything Got out. It. So whether they choose book a discovery call or contact me on the contact page, it's all basically going to go to the same place. So their yes. tag, it's probably going to go to your email list or whatever. And then it tags it as inquiry or yes. whatever it is as that person came in, whether it's yeah. discovery call or, okay. Yeah, exactly. So no matter what their 
their booking and discovery calls. So like on the homepage, cause sometimes I'll see different forms all over and I think it's quite confusing. So if you're always just linking to the contact page, just mm-hmm. link everyone to the contact page and that's where they can get in touch with you. Two really good schedulers are Acuity. That is a, you have to pay for that. I think it's like $12 a month or something, but that's an awesome scheduler. And you can have multiple forms and multiple different appointment types. So that's really helpful for someone that does like, I have some clients that do Reiki or teach yoga or stuff like that. Or Calendly, if you're literally just having one appointment and your one appointment is book a discovery call, that's free. And you can embed that straight into your site and it's super easy to use and it has the calendar and the form and all that stuff. So Calendly is better if you just want one form. Acuity is better for multiple services, multiple forms. Yep, exactly. But from what it sounds like, you're saying there should just be one form. Like the contact form should be with the same basic information no matter what. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what I did think you say? So. What did you say should be on it? The contact? I know you said some qualifying questions, but like then just the basics. Yeah, I would say just the basics. Um, Something that I do like to put that I encourage my clients to put too is, have you checked out our services? Like, do you know the investment or something like that? Because you don't want to get on the phone with someone that's like, oh, I thought that health coaching was free or I thought it was like $100 or whatever. Right. Um, it is helpful to have like vetting questions. One thing that my I've been doing a lot with clients is, Chelsea works with people. Actually, this worked on Jessica's site. Jessica works with people who are ready and willing to make changes in their business now. And she said that she just got a client who had gone to her contact page, read that and was like, Oh, I'm not really that ready yet. So she like made changes to her services. She did it all the work. And then a few months later came back, booked a discovery call. And then now is her client. And that's like what everyone wants. <laughs> like no one yeah. wants to get on a phone with someone who's like, oh, I'm not ready to afford your services. And you're like, okay, great. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really important. We've actually talked about that before in this community, how important it is to qualify because the last thing you want to do is book something on your calendar and then show up to the call and be like, oh, wait, you thought this was free or, oh, wait, you're not ready to invest or, oh, wait, you didn't know what it, because my big thing is, and, and I'll be interested to hear what you think of this too, put your services and your, your prices right on your website there's nothing to hide. You yeah. want people to know and be very clear on what you charge because you don't want somebody just getting on a call with you just to find out what it is that you're going to charge. You want them on that call because they're genuinely interested. And if they see the price tag and that turns them away, that saved you time. That saved you energy. And it's yes. not that that's, I mean, that's their choice. There's nothing wrong with them making that decision. They decided that investment wasn't for them and that's okay. But to your point, like what you put on Jessica's website, like I'm looking for people who are ready to make this investment and ready to take action now. And if you're not, that's okay. Yeah. Or it's not the right fit. Right. Exactly. And I think that's perfect because you don't, that's what makes a high converting website is you are getting on the phone with qualified people who are ready to invest now. So if your services page, you know, your services are there, you have the price, you know, what's included. They read about you. They read about your, all the results that you've provided for everyone. They could easily book a call with you the sale is like 80% closed before they even get on the phone. It's like, okay, I just have a few questions for you to Mm -hmm. clarify like how it works or, you know, all this stuff, but I'm ready. That's who you want. That's who you want to be getting on the phone with. 
And when you do have a website that is thorough and informative and answers the questions of your ideal client, you know, it is going to be much more high converting when you get on the phone with people. Right. So important too, because so much of our efforts in selling should not be in like there, there's no convincing with somebody that's not selling, you know? Right. And ultimately, like you said, when they get on the call, they've basically qualified themselves through doing their own research, filling out the questionnaire. And by the time they get on the call, they're, they're pretty much a warm lead and you know that yeah. they're genuinely interested. It's just a matter of making sure it's a good fit and taking the next steps. Right. Exactly. And that all gets eliminated if you don't have a website, you know, just getting on the phone and being like, so what is it that you do? I've been watching your Instagram stories. It's like, oh my God, no, (laughs) I'm not doing this. And another thing too, is like, if people do DM you or send you messages and, or like on Facebook, on Facebook groups and stuff like that, you can just send them the link. How many times are you like, what do you do? How can you help? Do you have services? It's like, boop, here's the link. Here's my sales page, book a call. And it takes you three seconds rather than sending 10 voice messages to someone trying to explain what it is that you do. Mm -hmm. I like that. So you can just send them the link to book a call or the link to your website and say, here's where you check me out. Yep, exactly. And it's like, everything's on there. You know, you'll have your all of the ways that they can work with you. And they have maybe your blog is on there or the link to your podcast, and then they could directly book a discovery call. And it's without you doing anything. You know, there are people on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn that don't like or comment things every time you post something. They might not ever comment on anything that you do, but they're watching and they know what you're about. And if they have no way to, you know, learn more, just get your free resources, they're not going to, you know, they'll, they'll always just be an audience. They won't ever be a, a client. Right. Right. Yeah. And you want them to convert, obviously, if they're that interested and have a place to go check you out. Yep, exactly. So lastly, the last thing for like a high converting website is stating your process clearly. So what's in your program? So there's a lot of times where I look at, so most of my clients that come to me, they've been in business like two to three years and they have a website and it's like, ah, what's happening here? And it's mostly like, here's the program and here's how much it costs. And there's no how it works, how many calls there are, the transformation, like where I'm going to go to. There's no like what's in the modules, all of that stuff. And having that process clearly, again, once for when you get on the phone with someone for them to be like, okay, I saw that there are six modules. I'm stoked about, you know, the, the healthy eating and the recipes one. Like that's what I really need to focus on. They that's kind of what someone wants to see. And two, also, you know, people, they want to do their own research. So they might be researching other group programs and have them side by side. And you want to have as much information for them as possible. Mm -hmm. So the most important pages on your website are going to be your services and your contact page. So if you are DIYing a website right now, or you know you need a website up, just get your services and a way for people to contact you. Those are going to be the two most important ones. 
And if you've done the work to outline your services and outline your program, all you have to do is put it on your, on a website and it's there just for people to look at, to see, it doesn't need any to be anything fancy, but it needs to be found and searchable. Now it does help for it to have a little personality on there because there are a lot of health coaches and different people out there. So like, if you want to stand out and show your personality, that's definitely helpful. But if you're like, I know I need a website, but I have no way, no idea where to start, start with the services and the contact page. Mm -hmm. I like that. So the two most important are the services and the contact. And I'm looking at these questions here because I know, I know it's always controversial about, you know, the features versus the benefits or the the results versus the, and you said something about, you know, how people might want to compare How important do you think it is to actually, I think you said to actually put as much detail as you can, like you get 12 Zoom calls, you get this, you get that. So kind of like lay it out and outline what it is that they get for that. Yeah, I'm interested in that because, and I agree, I think you want to have everything there so that people can see what that entails. It's just hard because, well, I guess, you know, if they're going to go compare you to other coaches, they might not be your ideal client. They might not be the right person. They They know for sure that you're the one. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like people do like to shop around. Typically they know their favorite, like they've already, they know, but you do want to think about the random person that got connected with you or as a referral or randomly found you on Google. You do just want to think about them or for the people that have worked with other coaches before. So maybe they've worked with another coach that only did one call a month and it just wasn't enough for them. So they want to know that it's more, I mean, they can, those are questions that can be answered on a discovery call. So maybe you don't have to outline like each and every detail, but I do think that it it is important to have some sort of we have a few calls a month that are, you know, an hour or you don't even need to say that, but just kind of like an outline of what, what's included. Mm -hmm. I think more importantly than the actual details would be the results. So, Mm -hmm. or like the topics that can be covered, especially like I mentioned before, people might, you know, this whole health coaching and coaching thing is like new for people. Mm So they might be like, oh, I didn't even know I can help get help with money mindset or I didn't even know I can get help with that. So laying out the topics because, you know, someone might get on a discovery call with you and be like, wow, I had no idea that financial wellness is something that you can help me with. And I'm totally interested in that. So I think having topics laid out that could be, especially if you're doing some sort of coaching, like where it is individual based. Like right now I have a client who it's really on an individual basis. She has a three month program and a six month program, but it's really like, however, whatever it is that you need and you need support in. So Mm -hmm. she has just a ton of topics. Like these are all things that I can help you with that I've helped past clients with. And Mm -hmm. that's been really helpful for her. Yeah. I would think that's the most important. Cause like I was saying earlier, I don't know that I want all the I don't, I'm not going to hide the features. Like you right. get team calls, you get a community, you get this, but at the same time, I like that you said the results are the most important thing mm-hmm. because here's my service. Here are the results that we work on together. Here's the price and here's what's also included. But like you said, save that for the call when you can really get into even more detail about 
here's what we do in order to facilitate this service and, and to create these results for you. Yeah, exactly. I think what I meant more like the process was like the topics or what's, what can be covered. Yeah. Um, I like that too. Like what's, what we're going to cover, like we'll be covering things such as blah, 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 blah. Like you said, money mindset. Oh, I didn't know I could work. I didn't even know the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, everything else can be covered on the call. Like how does this work and all of that stuff. Cause I had this analogy I used not too long ago. I was like, listen, if you decide you want spaghetti bolognese, then you've told me you want spaghetti bolognese. I'm the chef that can create that for you. It's none of your business how I make it. Right. It's what you <laughs> yeah. want with the spaghetti bolognese. Now, when we get on the call, you might want to ask me some questions about what my steps are in, in making this meal for you. But ultimately yeah. the most important part is I'm going to serve you spaghetti bolognese because that's what you told me that you wanted. Yep, exactly. Um, Okay. Yeah. We have a couple of questions real quick before we go on to the next one. Um, and I think this is in, I, you know, this speaking of money mindset, this brings up a lot of questions. Usually. Um, I think these are all about putting the price on the website. So Tracy says, interesting. So, so many people say you should have the price for the discovery call. Once you've been able to talk about the transformation they will experience. I'm not making sales without the price on the website. I'm curious, what is your response to that in relation to, to putting the price on there? So I think we've pretty much answered that. But Tracy, I would say always, in order to save yourself some time and energy, put the price on there. There's there's nothing to hide. You're not. And, and the other thing is, um, and I'll, I'll let you answer this, obviously, Olivia. I think people do then just book a call out of curiosity. They're just looking sometimes. They might not be your ideal client. They might just be looking for that information. And to me, that's something that if they're really serious about working with you, they should be able to go straight to your website and find that out. And and if they really are the right person, then they'll go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Let me book a call with her to see if this is the right fit. And they're already clear on what the price is versus just booking it to find out at the end what it is. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Okay. And then Regina said, I worked in a luxury market for a while. They never put their prices on. I've always gone their route, but I'm actually going to try something different and put it out there. I'm not in a luxury market yet. So I'm going to add a page with my pricing. You know, I think that's a really good point too. Cause I, I also think there's, you know, we, we talked about thresholds earlier. I also think there's a threshold of some of your services can exist on your website with the prices, but when you have like a $75,000 package and yes, you guys, that's a real thing or a $55,000 package, I don't have those packages yet. So I'm not clear on where those exist on your website, but do you have a, like a, an opinion on that? Is there a certain threshold where you don't put it on? I would say for something like that, you really need to think about your ideal clients. Mm -hmm. So if your ideal client is looking for a high level luxurious experience, Mm -hmm. they're going to be interested. They're going to know what they're looking for. They're going to know the vibe. They're going to know the, you know, the circles that they're running in and who, you know, who can provide that. And if they're, they're going to invest like that high, then Mm -hmm. they kind of know that already going in. So I would say, you know, really even putting your prices now on your site, like think of your ideal client and what they want and what they want to see and what's going to make them feel the most comfortable. And I think too, that like you said, if you have, if you have those high-end clients, you're targeting them in a totally different way. And to be honest, when you're offering a package that is that high-end, you also are doing, you're running ads and you've got a lot of different marketing things going on. So you're drawing in the people that would be looking for that kind of stuff. 
But something just popped in my head. I also think being the sales coach that I am, that's your opportunity to sell on the call. You might have two services that are on your page that they might go, oh, look, I can work with this coach for $25,000 for a year-long mastermind. Cool. That person gets on the call thinking that they are going to be buying the mastermind. And through discovering what they're looking for, you say, well, you know, I do have a one-on-one package that goes for six months that's $65,000 that I think would really serve the interests that you have and, and really help facilitate the results you're looking to create. So that's when you get to take the sales call truly to a sales call where you're selling them on a different package, but you got them in on the package that they were interested in because that's what they thought you offered. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Regina, I hope that helped answer. Cause I think that, you know, when you're talking luxury, that is a totally different, like draw them in with something that's a, that's a little bit, you know, more low end, but then use that as an opportunity to introduce your other higher end packages. Um, if you see it's a good fit. So one more, Angela says, if two offer services to two different groups of people, would you separate into two sites? I'm a therapist. So I have patients. And I train other therapists related, but two different groups. And she said, if I serve two different groups of people, would you say, oh, same thing. So, so basically Angela does have, so she's got her own therapist business, but then she's also a coach and a trainer to other people who are becoming therapists, like occupational therapists and physical therapists. Would you have two sites for that? Yes, I think so. The reason I'm thinking that is because I, this is something that I do as well. I'm actually working on this for myself. I train other designers to build multiple six figure businesses. So my business supports my personal brand. So for you, it's kind of like Angela.com. I've been a therapist for this long. This is my therapy business and all of that stuff because patients don't care. Right. That you train other therapists and other therapists who want you for their training, they don't really want your other site. So for your personal site, you know, it could be AngelaBlank.com and that could be one page. That could be, here's about me. Here's, I've had this practice for this many years. Here's Mm -hmm. the offerings that I can coach you in, maybe a few page website actually. And then here's like my offerings and then your business, your successful therapy business supports that. So I would say have it separate because not to go too far into it, you are your own brand separate from your business. So having one for her therapy business for her patients. Yes. And then the other one is like her personal brand, who she is and what she does to help other therapists. Yes. And resources to help other therapists, you know, start their businesses and trainings and all of that stuff. Right. Right. Because if you do start to do workshops and live events, or like live Zooms now that we can't go anywhere, your patients don't really need to attend that. And they don't want, you don't want that to throw them off. Like, oh, I was trying to book a session and now I'm on the live Zoom call. <laughs> like, Learning you don't want to therapist when really I, I just need one. To be here. Yeah. Like, yeah, so just, okay. I would definitely have them separate. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, she said, sounds good. I'm trying to merge it and it doesn't flow well. So I'm thinking of separating because it's confusing. Yeah. I think, and your explanation made sense, Olivia, because they, the clients are going to be confused and they're going to end up on a training call with other therapists and, or, you know, just not know where to book the the session that they need to book. Yeah. And clarity 
So I've said the five pillars. And if you guys have all been listening, clear was the number one thing that I, I said that in every single thing. So clarity. Yes. I noticed clarity. that. Actually. Okay. And I kept underlining. I'm like, clear, 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 yeah. staying clear. It's so important. Yeah. Clarity is the number one thing. So, you know, you want someone to get to your site, see your services and book a discovery call. And if there's nonsense and things that are confusing, they're just going to leave and it's not going to happen. So being super clear is the most important. So having two separate sites in your instance, Angela, is going to be way better. Yeah, I like that making it as clear as possible. Cause even like, and this is like kind of a funny example, but it always happens to me. If I'm going to a website to buy something and my credit card information populates, you know, because it's saved somewhere in, in what I like, if I'm using my computer, I know it's going to pop up. I'm going to do it because it's right there. It's easy. If I yes. am on my phone and it doesn't like whatever site I'm on, if it doesn't populate and I have to go get my credit card and put it in, I'm not buying that thing. Not because yeah. I don't want it. Nothing about me wanting it changed. It's just the effort to have to get up and go do it. Yeah. Ultimately what prohibited me from moving forward with it. And so I think being clear and making it as simple as possible for people is the best way to make sure you get them in and it's not that they changed their mind about wanting to work with you. It's that it became a little bit more difficult or had a couple of steps that it's like, nah, I'll do it later. Yeah, exactly. And when it's at top of mind, like you said, it's going to be a sale, you know, it's at the top of their mind. They're going to want to do it. I do this all the time. You know, I think of something, I'm like, gosh, should I do it? Do I want to do it? Should I get that bag that I've been thinking about for, you know, however right. long and it's the same thing. Like I'm the same exact way. If it's not doesn't auto populate, it's not top of mind, then it won't happen. Make it easy. Or if I'm on the phone with somebody and they're like, do you want us to complete? Yes. I want you to do it for me right now. Like here's whatever you need to <laughs> finish it while we're on here. Cause we're all busy. We all have a lot of things going on. Even with the stay at home stuff, you know, we like don't want our lives to be more complicated than they yeah, need to exactly. be. So we had services provided, make sure they're clear. The results that you provide are clear. I think maybe I missed the third one. I put testimonials. Yeah. Um, it's clear that you've done this before. Okay. I had to like so, switch that around so that it had the clear thing in it. <laughs> I know there has to be a clear in there. It's clear that you've done this before. Mm -hmm. And then a clear call to action and then mm -hmm. a state your process clearly. Yep. So clarity is the most important thing for sure. Like I just said, so don't allow the, I need a website to be really daunting. And like you said, to hold you back, you definitely want to get online, especially now. Um, I really don't want to bring, you know, get into all this because it's obviously in the top of everyone's mind, but this is a way to open up and get in front of a whole different slew of people that weren't even in front of you before. So becoming searchable and allowing you to show your personality and your expertise and just everything that you can offer and going beyond, you know, the staples that have to be on your website, like your offerings and your contact page. But like I mentioned before, how health coaches and you guys all have so much, so many resources, mm -hmm. you know, having a place for people to go to and as like a hub for all things that you can offer. So all of your resources and your podcast episodes and maybe blog posts and a way to sign up for your email list. It's just so much easier when it's all on your website. It's just so much easier for people to say like, Oh, what was that? I forget what that resource was. Let me just type it in and go to her, her website. It's just a lot easier for everyone and for you as well. I have a quick, I actually have two questions. So one of my questions is 
what do you think of pop-ups on the landing page, on the homepage? Is that the best way for an email grab for like the freebie? So I actually just did a poll on this on Instagram because I was so curious. I did a lot of research and like I've done both on my site and I know my clients have done as well. So I've done a ton of experimenting with this and I personally... So personally, I don't like pop-ups. I always exit out of pop-ups. I never mm-hmm. sign up on pop-ups. <laughs> and when I, I have did, one online, but I exit out of it because they're annoying. One of the the poll that I did on Instagram, um, most people X out of pop-ups and they will mm-hmm. go to, they will sign up on their own. And I think this is true with other research that I've done. People want to, don't want things in their face. They want to kind of make the decision on their own. If you do have a pop-up, don't have a pop-up right away when someone gets on your website. Have them scroll down, you know, at least halfway. Most places, like most plugins, you can do a timer, like 20 seconds, or you can do like 50% down the page. And then Mm -hmm. also make sure that it only pops up once. When someone X's out, it does not pop up again. I've definitely been on sites where every page I go to, it pops up and I'm like, I'm out. You. Like, <laughs> you gotta go. I think too, it's helpful now to have a resources page on your site or like a section in a blog where people can kind of like peruse different resources that you have. They don't all have to be email opt-ins. They could be YouTube videos or like, a free Facebook group or whatever. I think that here and you'll get this free YouTube video on four ways to overcome objections. Yep, exactly. Just like really anything. But yeah, I do think that if you're going to have a pop-up, it could be, I mean, I would do an experiment, see what people are doing, do different links, see like where people are more, more apt to sign up. But I do think that it's going to be on, on the page rather than a pop-up. My other thing with pop-ups is once I do X out, it's not that I don't ever want to sign up for that thing again. I just want to look at the website first. Like, give me a chance before you're in my face. It's so accosting, like, confronting. Yes. Like, ah, look at this first. And again, I having said that, I have one on my website. So I understand, mm-hmm. like, I'm, you know, I do it. But when I X out and then I don't know where to find that information again. Like, oh, well, now I'm ready to sign up. I've decided I like you. I like what I see on your website. Where the heck do I sign up for it? So I'm wondering, I, I've seen somewhere at the very top, not in the banner, but like the very top, it says sign up for my free seven step gut detox cleanse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you feel like is the right place to put it? Are you saying like the announcement bar on Squarespace? Yeah, I guess it would be like in the very, so my banner's there, but then it would be, I don't have this on people's above that banner, like in a really thin strip at the very top, but that way you always know where it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good place to put it, especially if you're trying to drive people there. Um, like I have one of those on my website right now, I'm doing 50% off on all our website templates. So I have like that up there. So if you're really trying to, if that's like your number one freebie and your number one email opt-in, it can't hurt, especially since it's not super loud, like in your face. It's kind of like, oh, it's here. Right. Okay. And my other question, I think I know the answer to this, but as a sales coach, I'm always concerned about creating that sense of urgency. And although we've talked about having your prices and your services on the website and they exist there. And like I said, I have that as well. So I, that's how my website is set up, but there's always that idea of if it exists there all the time on my website, 
there's no sense of urgency for somebody to go, oh, let me go sign up for Nicole's three-month package because I only have two more days to do that. It's like, it's always there. I right. Time. So you know what I mean? If, if the service is there and it exists, I think my answer is like, as I thought of the question, I thought, well, you could always do this. So I guess if you have, let's say I have a three-month package and it's $7,000. And for a limited time, I'm running that three month package for five thousand. That's the sense of urgency. Is that what you would recommend? So if you have your prices on the website, you can create that sense of urgency by doing some kind of bonus deal that they can get for only a limited time. Or you can do something like, yeah, you can do that. Like have, you know, an Excel and then have that much. Um, if you do, if you host your website on Kajabi, you can do the timer You can mm-hmm. set up a timer on there. Another thing that you can do too, like if you only take on a certain amount of clients, kind of saying like, I only take on a certain amount of clients at a time. Like, you know, I only have X amount of seats left. If you're doing, I guess it depends the type of work that you do. So like we only take on a few clients a month. So like right now we're not taking on any new clients until mid-May. I don't have that on my site because I don't want that to throw people off from doing a discovery call. But if you are doing, I guess if you're only launching a few times, then having that sense of urgency, like, you know, we're not relaunching until May or whatever. That makes sense. And I I do think I like what you said from the the clarity, as you said, through all five steps is really huge. and, And that's important to me. And that's important to it from a sales perspective. And then I think also, you know, having that price on there, knowing that you can play around with, if those are your two signature offerings and those exist on your website, you can play around with other offerings that there is a sense of urgency as you're offering that. Like, oh, yeah, this third offering isn't even available on my website. It's for a limited time only. So you could still create urgency around what you're offering. And you can say like on that sales page, on your offerings page, it's kind of like books are closed, get on the wait list. And so when someone's on the wait list, it's like, okay, last time she launched this, I didn't have any, I couldn't get on her. I couldn't work with her. And now I want to. So there's different ways that like, where if you have a solid sales page and you have your offerings on there, and even if you're only offering them, you know, every once in a while, Mm -hmm. still having the information. So it's like, okay, I know that when she opens this back up, I am going to be on it. So I'm going to get on her email list. I'm going to make sure that, cause this is everything that I want. So like having the information there, but just the call to action would be like, join the wait list or right. get on the email list to not miss a, miss a thing. See right there on the services offered. Like, um, you could put like a, I don't know if you'd want to put an X, but wait list only sign up now so that you can be notified as soon as this becomes available. Yep, exactly. And then it's like, okay, this is when it's going to relaunch. Like we have that right now on Chelsea's site. It's like, and she's creating that sense of FOMO on, you know, everything else on our email list and all that stuff. Shoot. I didn't get in this last group. Like I got to get in the next one. And you know, I'm going to do the early bird special because I really want to get in. So creating that urgency. FOMO will get (laughs) you. Yes, it will. (laughs) Um, This is so exciting. I love everything that you, that you expect explained. There were so many things that I learned and I know everybody else did too. Everybody's like, Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Thank you. Even Jessica's watching us now. She's like, oh. <laughs> so much knowledge. Thank you, Jessica, for being a part of the connected um, connector to, to making this happen. Yeah, um, seriously. Thank you. Yeah. So you guys, Olivia's in our community and yep. she 
definitely will would love for you to tag her in here if you have any questions. And also, I want you guys to know where you can find her, www.currentdesignstudio.com. Yep. Currentdesignstudio.com. That's our website. And then you can follow me on Instagram at current.designstudio. And I'm usually popping in there, sharing different website tips, our work that we're working on and just really anything in there. And you can always DM me and ask me any questions that you have. And then I also have a podcast and I have new episodes that come out every Wednesday and I'm talking all things, building your business, creating your brand and just you know, living a life of wellness and freedom. And if you listen to the podcast episode and you like it and you leave a review, I'll do a free website audit. So awesome. leave a review and share it on social media somewhere and I'll do a free website audit. So if you were listening to this and you're like, okay, I need help. If you do that, it's super helpful, but thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun and I could literally go on and on. So if seriously, if anyone has any questions, <laughs> tag me in them or send me a DM. It's clear that you're passionate about it. You love what you do. That came across absolutely in everything that you said and in your energy. So thank you so much. I want to make sure I got this right. If anybody goes and listens to your podcast and then rates and reviews it and tags you in it, then you'll do a website audit for them. Yep. So listen to podcasts, rate and review and tag. Yep, exactly. And, and leave are- a written, yeah, leave a review and then like tag me, post it on social media, wherever and tag me in it. And I'll do a free website audit. Typically I do, I've done a lot so far and they're really fun and helpful. Okay, cool. Well, I know you guys are going to want to listen to her podcast because it's amazing. And very soon you're going to definitely want to listen to it because I'm going to be one of her guests on it. So no matter what, you guys should be rating and reviewing and listening to her podcast very soon. If not right now, (laughs) is it on your website? Is that where they can find it? Or is it hosted on iTunes and Anchor. Yeah, it's on it's on iTunes. You can find it on the website as well, but um it's behind the design. Behind the design. And you can type that in on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Anchor. Cool. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, thank you again so much. This was really informative and and very helpful and I love your energy and passion for it. Good. I'm glad. Thank you so much. Yes. Awesome. All, All right, right, guys, night, definitely everyone. check her out and um listen to that podcast. Thank you so, so much. All right, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait.